0: grand rising are you ready to unlock the power of manifestation and create the life you desire join us as we journey through the universe guided by the thread of life that connects us all in the words of rainier maria rica the future enters into us in order to transform itself in us long before it happens In this episode, we'll delve into the ideologies of a few contemporary thought leaders and their perspectives on manifestation. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, manifestation is the act of showing or demonstrating something or making something evident. But what does it mean to manifest in the spiritual sense? The metaphysical definition of manifestation refers to the practice of using thoughts and emotions to bring about desired outcomes or experiences in one's life. The first writer I'd like to talk about is Neville Goddard. Neville Goddard came to the United States from Barbados and he came here to earn a living and he ended up acting um, in plays in theater and he was disillusioned with it, disillusioned with it, And he talked about the parties he had and hanging out with people. Um, And at some point, he had enough of it. And he crossed paths with Abdullah, who was a spiritual teacher. And Neville studied under him. And there came a time when Neville wanted to return home to Barbados to visit with his family for the holidays. But he couldn't afford to. So Neville used the technique that Abdullah taught him, which we call visualization. Neville calls it imaging and created a mental image of what it was that he desired, which was to travel home to Barbados with his family. So he imagined being on the ship, being in Barbados, actually sitting in the sun on the beach so a little while later neville got a call from his brother his brother left a message saying that there was a ticket waiting for him aboard a ship to bring him home neville was of course excited um, and relayed this to abdullah and when he told abdullah abdullah wouldn't hear of it because abdullah told him to only imagine the best and he must imagine that he would arrive in first class Neville only had the ticket for steerage, third class. And you know, also he embarked upon his journey. And as he continued on his journey, through his belief, his desire, and his faith, he received an upgrade to first class and arrived in Barbados, first class. Those kind of stories happen often but aren't shared often what isn't shared is what goes into into that end product because everything in this world began as an idea in someone's mind that mental image that they created they brought into reality and neville was one of the first people that opened my ears my spiritual ears to this Neville also taught a technique called the shears of Revision where he uses that to revise past actions or things that have happened that may not have been too positive. So let's say you had a bad day after that happened or at the end of the day, Neville would reimagine a scenario in a positive way to attract a positive outcome. Now I think that's a really awesome technique that I do use a lot. Because we can get caught in the repetitive cycle of going over something that happened. But instead of that, we change it in our mind, thereby creating a new reality for us. And some people say, well, you know, it's kind of lying or being dishonest with yourself. But this is the reality that you want to create. So you have to attract it and you must first create it in your mind, a mental image. A mental image isn't that happening, but the mental image is the first step to bringing it into this reality. So Neville taught me a lot and is still teaching me. Um, after Neville, um, I came across Florence Scovel Shin, and Shin believed that we can manifest our desires by aligning our thoughts and beliefs with the universe. Lauren Scovel Shen is big on the use of affirmations, very simple affirmations, but very specific and detailed. And I used her technique of affirmations simply at first and then more in depth. And the results did come to me. Um, I had to realize that you need to ask for exactly what it is that you would like and do not leave room for error. And also, to ask that the thing that we desire be in alignment with the universe, um because we're we do have powers to manifest all of us, and we don't want to force things into manifestation and Florence Scovel Shen talks about that as well, so we always ask um when we use the affirmations or when we ask for something that it be in alignment with the divine plan or the universe, um because we are not the only ones here. we all have will and we all have desires and wants but to be in alignment and in harmony so Florence Govelshin taught you know the universe is abundant and we can tap into this abundance by having a positive mindset I was later introduced to a book called Money and the Law of Attraction by a friend and that is written by Abraham Hicks or Esther and Jerry Hicks and they are a group of spiritual teachers who offer guidance on the law of attraction and manifestation. According to Abraham, manifestation occurs when we align our thoughts and emotions with our desires. And similar to Florence Goebbelshin, they teach that we can attract positive experiences into our lives by focusing on positive thoughts. And that is one of two key things I learned from this book. The first thing was if you are having a bad day to find one positive thing or thought and hold on to that. And as you hold on to it, you will slowly spiral or I say you should so you will slowly start to attract more positive thoughts. And it's the same if we choose negative we choose a negative thought, or we hold on to that, we will slowly start to attract more negative. I don't even mean slowly, because it, it, could, it could come fast. <laughs> um, so that was important for me to learn. I also, I also learned about vibration and energy. And in the book they said that certain people's vibration doesn't match ours. And when you see that, you will start to notice that people will vibrate right out of your life. And that was profound for me. (laughs) That caused me to I'll proverbially shut my mouth and sit back and pay attention. I started to observe what was going on around me and the people around me and their interactions. Um, And once I started observing other people, I started to observe my actions. And sometimes that's not an easy thing to do. But I started to observe my actions and my behaviors, other people's actions and their behaviors, and then also people's reaction to my behaviors. (laughs) So this began to create an awareness in me, a deep awareness. And I started doing some critical thinking and deep thinking and self-reflection, you know, and. That led me to the perspective um, that, you know, as I as I look at others and, you know, I observe and I see their actions, um, a lot of times when I see, you know, faults or things that I can criticize, and I'm not talking about constructive criticism, um, but those are, it's a mirror of me. The things that we can easily identify in other people are often things that we have some kind of a relationship with because if we can identify with it there's something there that maybe that's relatable to us so like i said this caused some uh, time of reflection for me um you know and it helped me to be able to shift my perspective (laughs) Um, because sometimes, you know, we think we know it all and we're all right and, you know, things like that. And, of course, we're not, you know, and as we ascend in our awareness, as we raise our awareness and consciousness, then, you know, it becomes clear. Because if I had to get to this level, you know, there's obviously something that I didn't know. And I'm sure this isn't the peak, you know, there's always another mountain to climb. Um, so those are some really important lessons from me, you know, and I'm very thankful for the people who, um, gave me books and recommended things for me and talked to me and who, you know, share this journey with me and helped me to, to walk this path. I mean, it's awesome. You know, it's beautiful. So really grateful for that. Now I'd like to share with you one of my personal stories on the power of manifestation. And it's called Paper Volcanoes. I fell in love with volcanoes when I was a kid and it kind of happened through television, actually through wrestling. I liked wrestling. Um, they had all these characters and villains. If you watch wrestling, you know what I'm talking about. And they had one character. And his character was called Sammy the Bull or the Brahma Bull, something along those lines. And his character um, was Italian or Sicilian. So, me knowing nothing about Sicily or Italy, I just liked this character and I was interested in learning more about him. So, I began to study Italy and Sicily. and That led me to Mount Vesuvius which Mount Vesuvius led me to Pompeii. Pompeii, of course, grabbed my attention. Um, It was shocking to see how the eruption of Mount Vesuvius could decimate an entire city and leave them frozen in their daily activities or in that moment in time. And I was hooked, the power. Of the volcanoes that's one thing you know and as I continued on you know in life I would pick up books about volcanoes you know we go to the library and buy those muse books and whatnot and um, I found that it was really kind of therapeutic for me to read about volcanoes so sometimes I keep a book with me um, and I also went back to school, and I took a geology class, and in geology, what was the section that we studied about? Volcanoes. So that reignited this passion that I had inside of me. So we'll fast forward to December of 2022. It's my birthday, December 11th, and I asked my son, I asked both of my kids to make me something, and when my son was saying he'd like to buy me something, and I said, of course, you know, I only want you to you know, be good, do your schoolwork, be polite. And you know, don't you make me something. So I finally got him to make me a picture. He made me two pictures of two volcanoes. One is submerged, sitting in the water. And one, this is just a volcano with no background. And I put them on my wall. And as the end of the year approached, I began to plan Um, you know, and I observed and I wanted to acknowledge myself because the end of the year will mark the completion for some things for me. So not only do I want to acknowledge that, but I wanted to reward myself. So I decided I'm going to take a trip. Um, and I decided to go to Brazil, um, and Brazil, you know, I started planning it and things kind of didn't go as planned (laughs) that's life um and I was looking at Brazil among other things I saw that there weren't any volcanoes they had one like non-active volcano and that along with other things just kind of pushed me in another direction I said you know what I'm not going to Brazil I looked around and what was close to Brazil Nicaragua when I looked at Nicaragua, the first thing it said was land of lakes and volcanoes. So I said, I'm going to go there. So as I continued, as I decided where I wanted to go, I just literally planned a trip. Um, it may have taken a week, if two weeks, um, because that's the way that I do things. When I put it in my mind that I'm going to go, that's what I do. It. And I decided in my mind... That, that is where I wanted to go and I will go. So I started, I planned, it was um, not that much planning, but I did get online and I looked at, of course, the volcanoes that I wanted to go see, number one. I also looked at some other sites and found a hotel that wasn't too far from, you know, the volcanoes. So I said, you know what, we're gonna do it. So set it up um, and it came time for the trip when I tell you so many things were off and just went, were going wrong. And I just was like, you know what? Maybe this, <laughs> this is this is what one side of me said. The other side is like, come on, like, <laughs> this is what we do. We do, we go on trips and we do stuff like this. And the other side was just like, no. Um, but it was the, I had already created that image in my head. <laughs> Little did I know. Me researching, planning, thinking, looking at the places that I want to go. I was putting myself into those places. I began to see myself there um, without even thinking about it so consciously. So when it was time to get on the plane, granted, <laughs> like I said, there was a lot of things going on, you know, but I, I did it and I made it. You know, we get there and we landed some cornfields and I'm like, okay. Hey, you know, is this, the, <laughs> did I make the right choice? Is the police walking around with M16s or whatnot? And I'm like, well, no, you make it in Detroit? I think you can make it here. But no, I put that image in my head. I used that visualization technique of what I wanted to do, where I was gonna be of me at this hotel. Like I literally imagined myself when I saw the hotel, I knew that's why I saw the pool, I saw myself at the pool. The volcano. I saw myself walking up to the volcano, taking pictures of the volcano. I placed myself there. The imaging. That is what Neville Goddard talks about. He says to create a scenario that signifies your success, such as walking into a bank and handing the cashier a check. It has to be very detailed and specific, or. There are a lot of there were a lot of stories that Neville shared about people who had won winnings and lotteries, and he shared the story of one person who would write the numbers down at night, and or who would go to sleep and think about the numbers, or who I'm sorry they would write a number down, and imagine them winning that amount. So, imaging is very powerful, visualization is very powerful. Um, this is a tool I believe is underused, but once we're able to access this tool and wield it properly, there's no limit to what we can accomplish. Um, now, let's actually put this into practice. You know, I invite you to take a moment and participate in a short visualization exercise. Close your eyes and create a scenario that portrays your success. Visualize it and feel it as if it's already happening. How does it feel? All right, now that we have explored the power of manifestation. We encourage you to take action and start manifesting your desires. If you wanna hear more about topics like this, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so you never miss an episode. We also invite you to leave comments or feedback and connect with us on Instagram, at thethreadpod. Once again, that's thethreadpod. We leave you with a quote by Les Brown. You are never too old to set another goal, or to dream a new dream. Keep dreaming, keep manifesting, and keep following the thread of life. Remember, it is the thread that connects us all and guides us as we journey through this and the next life. Peace and blessings to you all.